1: everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i'm your host mikey manfredi and joining me as always is the other host of this show zach bones batista zach how you doing my man
0: it's fucking hot but i'm not pretty good
1: fucking is
0: oh god today it was fucking brutal out in jersey fuck me
1: yeah dude i was uh getting out of work after Getting out of work was miserable because literally I was standing next to a a wood like a a wood fire grill, which is just like Ooh. and then right behind and i stand right in front of a flat top that's on full blast, so I'm just like sweating. Oh
0: god, been... and then
1: I get out of work
0: for mm-hmm. like
1: a relief for the fresh air, and then it's also hot, and I'm like, <laughs> come on.
0: <laughs> Life was just like fuck you in particular today.
1: Like, come on, I just want to breathe, like, cool air. Ah,
0: that, this, folks, right here is why Mikey fucking hates the summer.
1: Fuck summer.
0: (laughs) But thankfully, we're out of the heat. And now we're in our cool, own rooms, here to talk about some wrestling.
1: Yeah, Uh, I am very excited. We had a pretty, uh, we had a pretty decent week this week. Uh, We had some solid matches. Uh, Zach, I believe you picked the majority of them this week, so why don't you tell us what you brought to the table?
0: I did. So starting off, I picked Free Range Cara versus Blair Onyx at Destination Pro. Nice. And then I picked Big Game Leroy. Is it Leroy? It's Leroy, right?
1: Yeah. Big Game Leroy. Yeah. You had it right.
0: Big game Leroy versus Bones at Limitless Wrestling solely because the thumbnail looked cool as fuck.
1: Fair enough. Big, it's it's big game.
0: Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> if you know, you know.
1: All right, let's do this.
0: <laughs> that third All match right. is just in the ether, apparently.
1: Yeah, and the and my ma- and my match that I picked was uh, Ziggy Heim versus the Whisper from Rise Pro Wrestling.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's jump right into this.
1: Yeah, we I believe the order we picked was we were going to be starting off with Kara or free range Kara versus Blair Onyx from Destination Pro. Uh, Zach, what did you think about this match?
0: I wasn't the biggest fan of it, I'm not gonna lie, at points.
1: Yeah, it was okay it was okay.
0: <laughs> I, I okay. So there's a there's a bit of context for this match that I'll give is that these two have fought each other before. Uh I believe it was Blair won last time. So Kara's like, I'm here to get my win back, and Onyx is like, I'm gonna show everyone that Kara is afraid of spiders because her whole thing is she's the spider by yeah, beating her. I mean, who is it?
1: I mean, to be fair, who who isn't afraid of
0: spiders? Uh depends. If there's spider bros in the corners of my ceilings killing flies, they're cool. If they're on my bed uh, Yeah, you got me there. If they're on my bed right too close to me, you've entered the kill zone and I am not liable for what happens to you in there.
1: You got to be there. Sometimes, some, you're right. Sometimes spiders do be bros and just have like that web in the corner of your room, and you're like, "Yeah, you get them, you right?" Get them. Like yeah. you don't touch
0: it, and you just let it do its thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then one day you're just sitting on the couch, and then the fucking spider comes dangling down in front of you, and you're like, "Oh my fucking!" You're like, no, smack no, 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 that no. bitch away. Listen, I like
1: when you're in the corner,
0: but once you get up in my personal space, like, uh. Mm. Um. First off, I'm gonna talk about one of the things that really hurt this match for me. The audio in this match, I did not like
1: oh it was so weird because they had it like they had like the crowd like full blast when they were yeah. introducing both of the competitors and it was like it it sounded like it was going to be really hype because the crowd was getting really hype yeah and then as soon as the match started it's like they went and
0: mute and it was just like come on it, like they like just took a muzzle and just put it over the crowd's face and they're like now yeah, listen to the commentary talk and i'm like i don't want to hear the commentary barely,
1: it's like listen to commentary talk
0: and commentary barely talks I'm like, I don't want to listen to comment. I'm like, the crowd, like, I was looking in the background, and I just see the crowd getting amped at points, and I'm like... The crowd was going nuts, but we
1: had no idea. Like, you could see the crowd going nuts, but we couldn't hear the crowd going nuts because, like, they just t- turned off the crowd audio for yeah, some reason. I don't
0: know. That 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 hurt this match a lot for me because I was, like, basically listening to this match. I, this gave me, like, pandemic-era uh, vibes to it where, like, you could only yeah. see a commentator, and it was just two people in a ring with almost no silence. But I almost no noise.
1: It, it had it had like the noise level of a of a pandemic era match, but there was a full crowd and it sucked because like I wanted to hear the crowd. I wanted to hear them get into this because they were into this. Like when they were introducing both of the competitors, they were going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like there was loud boos. There was like loud cheers for both. For it was just like the crowd was into it. So why not just let them be into it? But yeah, man, I... they, just hit, they just hit the mute button and it was just it. it Oh, the, this hurt the, the fact me. that there was like barely any noise was tough
0: you know this hurt me but yeah let's get into the match itself. that's
1: that's not the wrestler's fault though yeah obviously
0: so for the wrestling portion of this match this far of this match is actually quite comical because the two lock up and car because she's free range car and she's a farmer Yeehaw. she does a do dope and throw and like kind of lets blair go and blair looks like a child throwing a tantrum like no i will say the first that. time
1: that ha- the first time that happened it was funny
0: uh then after that the two exchange wrist locks, Blair rolls forward and bridges up like a spider, which scares Kara, and then Kara dosy does her again. That's yeah. two. Still it was still it was like, okay, haha. Then uh Kara hits her with two back to back arm drags, and on the third one, Blair blocks it and then gets Dosy do a third time.
1: At what point at like okay, I get it, rule of threes, right? Like comedy yeah. rule of threes. Mm. But like at what point are we taking this
0: match seriously? Uh <laughs> But like I, I don't know. Like, yeah. It's after this, though. The match gets pretty serious. I don't know. It,
1: it felt like it felt like the 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 bit was like a little bit overdone, and like I get it, the, far, the whole farmer thing, but like could do a bit more. Yeah, it was
0: okay. So as a follow up, Kara throws her into the corner, hits a running clothesline, and then a log out of said corner with momentum on her side. She drop to holds Blair, but Blair fights her off on the floor and from the corner, which results in Blair taking her down with the side lock, side headlock, takedown. Yeah, Kara just countered this with a scissor, with a head scissors leg lock. Even though Blair is able to bridge up out of it, uh, she nearly gets rolled up because, like, as she kind of like bridges up and slips through her leg, she's like, "Yeah, I'm so smart." Almost gets <laughs> rolled up. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Blair then instantly claps back with a Russian leg sweep. I, I,
1: real quick, I like that Cara, that free range Kara was like completely like. What like, turned, like, the bit of, like, why doesn't this wrestler just do this while the other one's showing yeah. off? Like, <laughs> on its head? Because it was just like, it was just like, oh, they're, they're showing off, they're distracted. Roll up.
0: Roll up. Lol. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately for Kara, though, Blair instantly clasps back with the Russian leg sweep, as I said before, and yep. following this, uh following Kara, B- as she walks away, Blair ends up getting her in the corner and starts to beat her down, but then Kara ducks a chop from her, and starts to lay into Blair's chest with several chops of her own until she gets taken out by a Russian leg sweep again. It feels like this was a kryptonite the whole match. Like, yeah. every time she was, like, about to get things going, Russian leg sweep.
1: At what point do you just see it coming?
0: I, I don't I mean, She never did in this match, I don't think. <laughs> I yeah. might have forgotten one, but uh, my notes will tell me. So then Kara gets some life back in here and starts to make a comeback with rapid forearms to the chest, but that short-lived because Blair plants her, foot, plants her face first into the canvas with a flatliner. Mm-hmm. We then get a bit more of Blair beating down on Kara, grinding her into a pulp. Kara starts to make her comeback and unloads a f- loads forearm strikes into Blair's face, followed by a neck breaker and several running strikes. She then hits Blair with a huge discus forearm that knocks Blair back into the corner. Yeah,
1: that was a solid forearm. Really, just like knocked her on her ass almost.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, after this, continuing the- her assault here. Car hits Blair with a European uppercut in the corner, a snapmare out of the corner, and then hits her with a running clothesline as she is sitting up from the snapmare. Mm-hmm. However, this is short-lived because Blair hits her with a jawbreaker when Car goes to pick with Car goes to pick her up. This yep. causes the two of them to go back and forth with strikes until eventually Car looks like she's going to get the upper hand by knocking Blair down, but then Blair bridges and slowly like moves herself back. Like she hits her in the face. She goes backwards, she catches herself on her hands, kinda, and like kind of like slowly creaks herself back up to her all oh, like spider-like, cracks her head, freaks car out a bit. hmm Uh she then flatlines car again, but this immediately transitions it into a Koji clutch. Yeah. Uh, nice. Which looked great. Sure did. Uh Car has to cl- crawl her way to the bottom rope. Uh, going for the rope break. But Blair doesn't agree with this, uh, because when she grabs the rope break, uh Blair has to let go, and the ref's like, she got a rope break. And for some reason, Blair's like, no, she did not get a rope break. She tapped or something like no, that. No, she did not. And he's like, I don't know what to tell They're like, I don't know what to tell you. And then, Yeah, he-
1: she, she was just giving the ref attitude.
0: And again, she almost gets rolled up by Car while this is happening. And then as she kicks out from this, she gets spiked by Car with a DDT. Yep. Cara then cracks her neck, kind of like Blair, I guess an imitation of the spy there. Yep. tries to go after Blair she gets up, but ends up eating a back elbow to the face. With her now stunned, Blair throws her to the mat thanks to a handful of hair and locks in a Moodle Lock that Carr is stuck in.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: the Moodle Lock looked good. It did. I love me some Moodle Lock. So, to get out of this, she's forced to basically grab both of Blair's hands and, like, force them apart so that mm-hmm. she like, breaks the hold as opposed to crawling because she tries to crawl for, like, a little bit and then me, is like, okay, it's not gonna fucking work. Mm-hmm. Blair then tries to hoist Kara onto her shoulders, but Kara wiggles out of it, drop Toll holds her, and then locks her in a ground version of the octopus hold that she calls the Midwest Goodbye, because I believe commentary said once you go in the Midwest, you basically are gone immediately. <laughs> I think or something yeah. like that. And she picks up the win.
1: Yeah. It was solid. Uh, I'm glad you had an explanation as to how she got out of the, uh, the hold from Blair before she locked in her own hold, because I was like... During the match, I was like, "Did Blair just like let go?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "What just happened there?" Did, did, was Blair was Blair Onyx just like, "Yeah, I've had enough." Yeah, <laughs> okay, I'll let you go. Like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> like, I was very confused, and then I was like, "Oh!" And then uh, Tara wins. Like, what? I was like, yeah. I "Was it? Like, Why did Blair let go?" But I guess I guess she
0: didn't. Mm-hmm. I was torn on this match because at points the wrestling felt a bit slow and disconnected, but. Credit to both of them; they did a really good job selling each other's moves and like presenting themselves as characters. To be honest, like yes, I agree. Kara would get hit, and I could feel the emotion on her face. Blair did a really good job of acting like just a dickhead heel, but and also they both-
1: mm-hmm. Ed Blair did her creepy, creepy like bridging stuff, mm-hmm. right, and then cracking neck. And, the dosey do uh, was a uh, nice Cara- stuff Cara too. Kara to got dosey dos
0: in, yeah. Uh, but the fact that the <laughs> the fact that the audio was basically muting the whole crowd. It's and tough. them, because they were talking to each other in this match, and I couldn't fucking hear a thing. It was tough. Did not help this match, in my opinion. It's like you've got to find a balance. You, you can't just mute the
1: crowd and let the commentators go. You've got to find a balance.
0: If this match had its crowd, it probably would have gotten a high meh, but without it the was, crowd... D- yeah, the crowd, the crowd would have been hot as hell. I'm going to give it a meh. Yeah, same. Because I... I tempted to think about a miss up, and I'm like, nah. Both these two, while the wrestling at points wasn't the smoothest, did a good job with this. I thought it was it solid.
1: Was, yeah, it wasn't the it wasn't the cleanest match, but it was a good match either way.
0: Uh, yeah, I've, I've, and I've, I think that
1: I think the crowd, I think just like the crowd energy would have taken it over the top for me, but it just since it was, just, it was basically silent other than the commentators, I felt that I lost interest very quickly.
0: Yeah, I've come to realize that uh, if a match isn't, like, really smooth, or at least smooth enough, uh, I don't have the best time with it. So I'm trying to yeah. trying to look past the, at the other points of the wrestling, as opposed to just the moves, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, me too.
0: So yeah, it gets a meh. Uh, next time you do Audio Destination Pro, uh, please try to find a better balance between Le- yeah. commentary and the crowd and the room.
1: I have audio experience. If you need a guy, I got you. <laughs>
0: Anywho, let's move on to our next match.
1: Yeah, let's. So we are going to look at Ziggy Heim versus the Whisper from Rise Pro Wrestling. Uh, this match I thought was pretty solid. It was solid, but I think it had uh, some points where it was yeah. a little bit awkward. Like it- I think they like so- like there was a little bit of miscommunication throughout this match, and there was some points where it looked like. It didn't feel like every spot, like, blended into the other one yeah. well. Oh, and yeah. there was, like, some spots where there was, like, a weird pause between the two wrestlers. And there was points where they were, like, one was, like, sitting and waiting for the move. And the other was still, like, selling the move before it, you know? Yeah.
0: The, I mean, yeah, pretty much. You, you point out all the stuff that I noticed that I was like, mm. But yeah. as we do normally do, let's get into the match. Let's do it. So, first off, this is a vetch earlier ziggy heim this is from 2019 so she's actually a face here
1: yeah and and uh she has the ring name jakes
0: yes and i was like oh damn that's some old that's like not old but like that's like a younger ziggy heim Mm -hmm. pre-her uh enjoy wrestling where she is a full-blown heel
1: (laughs) oh yeah i forgot about that she is a (laughs)
0: full-blown heel like She's like one of she's like one of their biggest heels. Yes. She's got an entourage. She's got her uh, her one uh, minion that she orders mm. around. So, right off the bat, these two square off, and Jinx Jinx, aka Ziggyheim, is like an amped up version of Ziggyheim, screaming, super loud, super chaotic, and whisper is like, I'm not having any of this. So he he whispers no whispers, he shushes the crowd, because they're chanting jinx. And then Jinx screams and he shushes her.
1: I do love that part where he's just like, shh, and then Ziggy Heim just goes, ah! Yeah, like, just, right in his face.
0: And he's just like, well then.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was good. The mm-hmm.
0: two then lock up, and while Whisper is able to shove her into the corner, Heim is able to use the ropes to pivot that into an arm drag. And again, Whisper shushes her when she gets up, but this time she bites his finger. I thought this was quite funny. And as he's, like, mm-hmm. screaming, like, in pain, Heim jumps into him via a door or the wheelbarrow position. And tries to roll him up, but he's able to break out of this. And from here, the two kind of quickly start trading roll-ups and pins with each other until Whisper kips up to his feet and Jinx, Jinx, Heim get up and they kind of like stare each other down for a moment. Mm-hmm. Again, he tries to shush her in her face and again, she tries to bite his finger, but this time he pulls away. He's like, no, 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 only to get <laughs> his foot stomped and his head spiked into the mat with a DDT.
1: Yeah, get wrecked, idiot.
0: Moments like these were where you could tell these two uh, could have good chemistry with each other, because this was quite funny and quite effective.
1: Yeah, like, there like there were points in this match where you could see these two, like, working together very well, mm-hmm. but there was also points where they just kind of didn't. Oh, uh, we'll right? get to that.
0: There's there's one where I remember being like, mmm, oh, I just watched two cars crash to each other in an intersection.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, this causes him and her to retreat to opposite corners of the ring, and while he doesn't make the first move by running in Heim, Heim uh, while he does make the first move by running at Heim, Heim counters this running strike by using a Ring of Saturns in the ropes. Kind of like a Tarantula submission hold, if you've ever seen, like, Tajiri wrestle in WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved how this hold looked. I wish Heim did it more, to be honest. Like, that's such like a thing to turn your head like, fuck a Tarantula, I'll do a Ring of Saturn in the fucking ropes.
1: Yeah, that's dope.
0: So, but unfortunately for her, Whisper uses his size advantage, and he kind of just picks her up and drives her into the mat with a spinning flatliner, which also looked good. Yeah. Because of this, he's able to remain to remain in control of this match by using his size advantage. He's like throwing Haim across the ring, nailing her with a half-Nelson backbreaker, then hitting her with a standing, jumping knee to the face. Haim gets up from this knee to the face. She's on her hands and knees and Whisper tries to use her kind of like a stool to jump up in the air and leg drop the, her back, but Haim rolls out of the way so he lands on his ass. <laughs> and with him now stunned, Haim rolls Onto her, uh, rolls him onto his feet and goes for a crucifix bomb, but he counters out of this by rolling them both backwards, getting her up in a fireman's carry, and then slamming her face first into his knee with a TKO. Yeah, gnarly looking been,
1: move. It, it was, it was sick. Yeah,
0: I love it. He then picks him up and shushes what I described in my notes as sweet silence into her ear. <laughs> I figured you'd get a kick out yeah, of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. He whispers sweet nothings into her ear. Come on, it's in the name. And silence fits so much better, though. It's the whisper. His name is the whisper. The, the, but the saying is, "Whispers sweet nothings into your ear," right? And his name is literally the whisper.
0: Thought silence would work, but you know, teach his own. <laughs> silence. Don't, don't get me wrong; it works. What he does next ain't silent. He uh, ne- he blasts her with a running knee to the face that nearly yeah, that
1: was that was pretty loud.
0: N- nearly get pins her, but she kicks out. Which then both go, they both go back to a corner. Then after this, Whisper throws Heim from one corner to another corner. Nails her with a running strike to the face. However, when he goes to hit another one of these, Heim avoids it and hits him with one of her own. And after this, she tries to run the ropes and hit him again, with- but instead he scoops and slams her into the mat. Thanks to his again, his size is just too much for her. Mm-hmm. After I'm kicks out of this, the two just starts laying into each other with strikes. And while Whisper does gain the upper hand at first, Heim takes him out with a knee to the gut, a European uppercut, and then a drop kick to his leg that kicks at him out to the floor. I believe it was during this sequence when the two of them kind of stared at each other for a moment, not sure what to do. Yeah. And I was like, that was tough. Hmm. That's rough. Yeah. Anywho. I
1: wasn't sure if it was like a sequence where they were like kind of look at each other like what do we do or it was like one of those things where it's supposed to be like they both wrestled like back and forth and then they were like stood up and were like.
0: It was one of those things like they ran towards each other but neither one really could figure out what the other one wanted to do it felt like. Yeah. So again they started exchanging strikes with like each other.
1: Said, like I this, said this match has it's awkward spot. Yeah.
0: They start exchanging strikes again. This time Whisper got his second win because he just starts to no sell Heim strikes without hitting back. And I was yeah, like that was, Damn. That was funny. Man just got his second He's like, "Fucking keep hitting me. Come on. Haim tries to then bulldog him, but she gets countered when Whisper picks her up and places her up on the top rope instead. But defiantly, Haim knocks it back off the top. She goes for a cross buddy. Buddy catches her and slams her into the ground. Mm-hmm. At this point, the crowd starts to chant that he can't beat her, which absolutely infuriates him. He's telling yep. them all to shut up because they're not being quiet.
1: After the, after the last match, it was nice to hear the crowd.
0: Mm-hmm. So he goes for what I've described here as like a gory bomb or a gory special. But
1: mm-hmm. instead,
0: Haim sits up on his shoulders and turns it into a Poison Rana, which yep. he then follows up with a brutal-looking crucifix bomb and then finishes off with a Tornado Bulldog for the win. This yeah. was the best part of the entire match in terms of wrestling. Hard agree. Well executed, great impact, great selling from Whisper, very much a fan of the finish. Rest yeah, that the finish,
1: the, the finish was very smooth. Yes. The rest of the match kind of, it had its moments, yeah. and then it also had its moments. Like, it
0: was, and, uh, like, yeah. it was good,
1: there was, eh. Yeah. But, like, hey, it, it, not every wrestling match can be a perfect 10 out of 10 yeah. match, right?
0: As you can hear me whining up, mate, I'm giving it another meh.
1: Yeah, it was fine. I'll, I'm with you there.
0: Uh, Again, like like you said, awkward moments in between, great finish, good crowd. I could actually hear <laughs> them for once.
1: Uh, all right, then why don't we get into our last match of the episode. We have a match that uh, you picked because you like the thumbnail, Zach, you wanted to tell people what this match was all about?
0: So, from what I could tell, this was during the pandemic, back when Limitless was a YouTube-exclusive wrestling thing. Well, I think it still First,
1: is. first of all, fans, uh, the match is Big Game Leroy versus Bones from Limitless Wrestling. Okay, continue.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> uh, this is their first match for each one of them here. Yeah. Uh, it was both
1: of their debuts at I, Limitless.
0: I also realized in the middle of this match that I fuck- Well not
1: not their debut first wrestling match ever, debut at Limitless specifically.
0: Yes. I also realized that I've seen Bones before. You have? Where? On Being the Elite, back when I watched that. Oh really? He had a impromptu like street fight with Private Party. I, I
1: wasn't remember aware of
0: this. Because I saw this dude and I was like, Who is this motherfucker this guy looks sick like something out of a fucking nightmare and he's just like creepy as fuck and he murders them? Yep. I think he wins with a teddy bear, too. That was a blow-off to a big uh, angle thing in BT. Creepy. Uh, He is, Uh, but he is very athletic. As I remember, I was like, oh, this should be a good match then. Uh, These two could not be any more contrasting each other in their entrances and their attitudes. Yeah. (laughs) Bones comes out to this creepy, ominous, like, bone-shaking tune. He looks like a sleep paralysis demon. The crowd's booing him. I'm like, oh, and then big game Leroy comes out, and he's got this upbeat theme. He's got it. He's playing his Nintendo. It's windy. Switch. It's windy. It's windy hill from Sonic. Oh my fucking god! He's playing. This is his theme. He's playing a switch. Playing Pokemon specifically, and I was like, Mike, you will like this. Poke,
1: he's playing Pokemon. He's playing Pokemon Sword and or Shield, and he's playing uh the Crown Tundra DLC specifically. And wow. he's doing. I think. I think he's doing the first battle against Peony where you like just walk into the Crown Tundra. Mm. I, I saw that screen for maybe three seconds, and I yep. I know that because I fucking love Pokemon.
0: I knew you'd like that.
1: I love Sword and Shield specifically. I think I have like, I think I have like, oh, probably like over eight hundred hours in that game.
0: Jesus fucking Christ, that is. I yeah, love you love Pokemon game
1: so much. Mm. It's ridiculous. Anyway,
0: uh, he's decked yeah. out in fully Switch themed gear. That's up. That's customized for his custom Joy Cons. I only know they're custom because I know what they actually look like. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's full on. He doesn't even pay attention to Bones, when he goes in the <laughs> ring. He's just playing his Switch.
1: He's playing Switch. It's so good.
0: He's just in the corner playing it. Match starts.
1: And then yeah, he's in the corner playing it, and the announcers are like, "All right, is he gonna? It's time to put that down and start the match." And then the other announcer's <laughs> like, "No, no, no." <laughs> He's gonna wrestle yep. while playing. And it's like, wait, no, he's not, and then he just does.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no, this this shit gives you like straight orange Cassidy with hands in his pockets wrestling vibes. Yeah, right.
1: definitely. That that you're oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. It, it, it had that
0: feeling. Yep, Bones goes after him, slips and slides and ducks his way out of the way, hits him with a hurricane rana, still holding the switch in his hand, hits him with a suicide dive, still the switch in his hand. He's even playing it you know, and he's like showing the crowd, he's like, Look at this. And I'm just like, this fucking guy.
1: I already, I, I loved him immediately.
0: And I love how he's so interested in showing the fan what he's doing, that he turns around to where he suicide-died Bones, and Bones isn't there because he slid into the ring. He's mm-hmm. like, where'd he go? He's like, oh, he's over there. Yeah, he, he, went, he went back over and didn't know where Bones went because he was too busy playing video games. Mm-hmm. So in the ring, Bone tries to get, Bones tries to get a cheap shot in, but it's not very effective. And Leroy quickly takes control of this match by throwing him into the corner. He then nails Bones with... He's still playing the switch, by the way, this whole time. Uh, He hits him with a running back elbow strike, and then a switch-assisted bulldog out of the corner. (laughs) Reasonably, Bones slides out of the ring to the outside. Nothing's working for him right now. He's getting clowned on by a guy playing video games, pretty much. So after he slides out of the ring here, on the outside, they trade chops with each other before Bones steals the switch. Sacrilege, I know. Out of Leroy's hands. And Leroy's like, give it back. And Bones gives it to a fan and then h- grabs Leroy as he goes to grab it and just hurls him shoulder first into the ring post. Uh, he won't be playing video games with that shoulder, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. He then uses said ring post to basically target and brutalize Leroy's left arm before chucking him back into the ring. Mm-hmm. Here, Bones uses a variety of holds to continue attacking Leroy's left arm. But eventually, Leroy fights his way out of, out of the holds he's got him in. Real quick strikes. one of
1: my fa- one of my favorite parts of uh Bones beating down Leroy in the ring is that when Leroy is crawling away from Bones, he isn't just like crawling away from him, he's reaching for the for the lady who has his yeah, switch. I
0: forgot about <laughs> He's that. like, Give me
1: the switch, please. And she's just like sitting there He's like going for the hot tag, but he's just trying to grab his oh. fucking Nintendo. <laughs> it's so good. It's
0: awesome. So as this is happening, Bones cuts him out, uh, cuts him off with a tilt a whirl that slams Leroy uh, his left shoulder first into the mat, and then he elbow drops that arm as well. Like Bones is just absolutely beating the shit out of him; it is no quarter here. He uh, continues beating him down. Leroy, as Mikey just said, keeps trying to crawl to the outside. Eventually, Bones had enough, and he goes outside the ring with Leroy and grabs a switch from this lady, and just starts and double stomps uh, Leroy's back in the ring before it just kind of playing the switch right in front of him. And Leroy looks up at him. He drops the switch on the ground in the ring, looks Leroy dead in the eyes, and kicks the switch out of the ring to the outside. That was...
1: That... Me? (laughs) Like, Like, I feel like me and you... That made me just, that was like the biggest reaction for me this whole match. I was like. Was Whoa. when he kicked that Switch out of the ring, I was like, oh my god. I was like, that's, I was like, my first one was I a. was like, oh no. I'm like, not the Switch. Not the Switch. It's <laughs> too expensive. That's
0: Come a on. $300 console you just
1: kicked out of the ring.
0: So I was like, no, Whereas Mikey and I are over here having a fucking crisis. Leroy <laughs> looks like, he has and a, you know, and you know that fucking cartridge for Pokemon like popped out. And oh yeah. lost all, he lost his whole save. Fucking Just absolute just <laughs> catastrophe. Mikey and I are having a conniption. Leroy looks like a guy who just lost his child or something. And then he stares Bones in the face and Bones slaps him across the face as he's getting up and slaps him again. And Leroy just unleashes this pure form of rage from him. Screams yeah. in his face. Bam! 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 Barrage of strikes. Clothesline. A neck breaker, An elevated swinging neckbreaker after this. Goes over the corner. Charges up a Kamehameha palm strike that the crowd gets into. Slams it right- Kamehameha, in... Hadouken, whatever. <laughs> Slams right into Bones' chest. Flips him inside out. Almost, uh, almost pins him, but he kicks out. Leroy is the, the games are over now. You motherfucker attempted assault with a deadly weapon on a switch with his foot. So, mm-hmm. now that he's in tr- control, Leroy picks him up, and then Bones bites his fucking forearm. And he's screaming in pain, so Bones slaps the shit out of his whole body, backhands him in the face, gurries him in the side of the head, and then hits him with a hammerlock standing neckbreaker. Kind of like Victoria's Widow's Peak that he calls the bone breaker. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved how this move looked. I actually thought this match was over because of how good it looked. Yeah, the bone breaker is a great finisher. One you know <laughs> of the funny part is that Simon his finisher. I'm pretty sure.
1: Seriously, his
0: finisher is a tilt is the tilt a whirl like uh, shoulder slam to the mat, and then he grabs your arm and he hyper extends it backwards.
1: Oh. That sounds, that sounds it's worse. like a
0: jacked-up version of Penta's Bonebreaker, basically. <laughs>
1: My arm hurts. Yeah,
0: no, he usually he comes to the... As I read online, side note, he usually comes to the ring with, like, a noose around his neck. Yeah. He looks menacing as fuck whenever he looks. Sure great look. I don't think he's... He hasn't been active on Twitter in, a, in like, a year or something like that, but he has a great look. Anywho. I
1: feel like when you have a gimmick like that, it's kind of hard to be active
0: You're on Twitter, the head right? disciple of a voodoo god.
1: It's like, yeah, they're not gonna be like... They're not gonna, he's not gonna, like, tweet out and be like, look, he's like, yo, I have a match tonight, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He just posts cryptic things into the ether, and people are like, oh my god, live the gimmick, live the gimmick, my man. Yeah. So anyhow, following this up, Bones, after kicking out, runs at Leroy in the corner, but eats a boot to the face. And Leroy then gets out of the corner, from here the two go back and forth, countering each other's maneuvers. Sorry. Until Bones pump-kicks Leroy in the face, which causes them to go back and forth, cutting each other off with running strikes every time they try to go running the ropes. And in the end, Leroy gets the upper hand by shoving Bones into the ropes, and this is kind of ingenious. He pushes him into the ropes' chest first, and Bones is probably expecting him to, like, grab him or hit him, but instead he just gurries him in the side of the, like, the back of his head behind his ear. Mm-hmm. Immediately knocks him to the outside onto the apron. And then... He then rolls to the outside to stand up, and Leroy sees this, jumps out of the ring, grabs him in midair, and hits him with a suicide dive uh, DDT, tornado DDT specifically, onto the floor. Yeah, that was nice. Fucking awesome. Rolls bones back into the ring. Leroy gets uh, he gets up and stares into Leroy's eyes as Leroy's about to try to beat him. And he starts whispering like this like voodoo chant similar to like the Harry Potter slither, like the sliver tongue Mm -hmm. that hypnotizes Leroy briefly. Incredible. And then bones jumps onto him like a snake just latches on with a Kimura. However, Leroy shoves him into the corner back first, breaks the hold. He then counters a sunset flip from him with a super kick to the face and then grabs his arm, wraps it around his neck, puts his knees on his back and pulls backwards into a flipping... A f- actually, pull jumps forward and hits him with a front-flipping Lung Blower that he calls Brutality for the win. This finish was also fucking awesome. Today I learned the Lung Blower is a fucking great move. Yeah, it's sick. This finish was sick. These two were great, honestly. They had a really nice match with each other. Great character work from both of them. Hmm. I'm torn what I want to give this. What do you think, Mikey?
1: I'm gonna give it a high meth. I really, really liked it. Uh, I was super into it. I don't think it it had that mark out feel after uh, afterwards though. I but the match I think itself was very good.
0: I think I'm gonna stick. I think I'm in the same boat with you there. No, this is a great match. Like these two, I I love both their character work. I these are the type of two people that if I saw them in like a match or a scramble match, I'd be like, ooh, that'll be fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, I think this is a that's a solid end for a pretty good week. Yeah,
1: for sure. We had a pretty decent week of wrestling here. Uh, I liked all these matches going down the card. Um, and I was, uh, uh, I think you should all check them out for sure. You, you should go check them out. Uh, when you, Where you can do that is by following, the way, the way you can do that is by following us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. At Indy Waters. Yeah. Uh where you can where every week we tweet out all of the matches we watched and give you uh, YouTube links to all the episodes. So if you follow at Indy Waters on Twitter, you can find links to all of these matchups we talked about today and on every episode of Independent Waters. Um and I don't wanna go all the way into the plugs just yet, because we still have to give you a preview of next week's matches. Hey. Zach. I I picked the majority of the matches this week, so I'm gonna kick us off here. I picked a couple of matches. Uh, I picked one because I'd never heard of the two wrestlers, and I picked another because I have heard of one of the wrestlers, and I really like that wrestler. So, my first match is Gigi Ray versus Danny B from Vixens Wrestling Revolution uh, at Rise of the Vixens 3. And my next match is Dragon Lee versus Jeff Cobb from Ring of Honor, from from Ring of Honor The Experience 2019.
0: Oh, Jeff Cobb is big game energy.
1: That's why I picked this match because I love Jeff Cobb and I've heard and I've heard great things about Dragon Lee. So,
0: fair enough. Okay, so this match uh, I actually picked because of a reply that we got on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, I just just a bit of context here for you guys. I never go on Twitter. Yep, I do not. True. I've had bad. I've watched people say very horrible things on that on that platform.
1: Twitter is accessible, and I have but, it's me- also, but
0: it's also free advertising. It is. So if you use Twitter, you do you. I use Reddit. Reddit's accessible, too. But yeah. anywho, so I looked, and I was like, oh, I wonder if we get any matches. And we actually got a comment from a wrestler that we did a match for. Oh, yeah. We did. Yeah, we. Uh, Brian Keith commented on our video we did for the tournament with, against this match with uh, Rudy Garza. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He said specifically to keep a lookout for the Sherry Martell classic that they had. And I thought, sure, why not? I'm down for some uh, Texas wrestling scene. The women's division in, Texas, uh, in the Texas wrestling scene is usually really good. So I mm-hmm. thought, well, let's watch the finals of this, which is High Anne versus Promise Braxton, a wrestler I've never heard of, but I'm quite excited to see, at Reality of Wrestling, obviously. Uh, the other reason I picked this was because everyone in the comments was like, "The finish was awesome," and I was like, "Okay, the finish is awesome. Let's watch the fucking match." Yeah, I'm in. So, so I'm, I'm in. I I'm can't wait. Quite excited. Like, like I said, I'm I'm a big fan of the Texas wrestling scene. They got some good ass wrestling down in Texas.
1: Yeah, uh, as 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 proven by rea- uh, not only reality wrestling, but also, of course, our friends at Pro Wrestling Legacy, mm-hmm. all constantly killing it down in Texas. Yep. Mission Pro Wrestling constantly killing it down in Texas.
0: Yep. Texas got good wrestling. What and can I you just say? Texas got
1: good wrestling. Texas is a wrestling, wrestling, uh, wrestling state.
0: Wrestling country.
1: R- wrestling country.
0: <laughs> but,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited for that. For next week, we have some cool matches coming up. Uh, and uh, now that we got, now that we've did that, uh, let's get back into those plugs that I was worrying about before. Uh, of course, you can follow us on Twitter, like I said before, at Indie Waters. You can also follow the Count Out Podcast Network on Twitter. At count pod count pod, count podcast network is like our mothership station uh it, it they host us uh, they, they are the they they are the the mothership uh that which we live that hosts a lot of different fun podcasts on the count network such as uh this one and your dose of death how, how to talk to your friends about wrestling Ring post radio all kinds of fun stuff here on the network whatever kind of wrestling you're into we probably have a show for it so Go subscribe and follow the Countout Network on Twitter and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. You can also check out more information on the Countout Network over at countoutpod.com, where you could do stuff like subscribe and become a member to the Countout family, which gives you ex- access to exclusive audios from the members from the members of the Countout Network. Uh, me and Zach have an exclusive an exclusive Indy Waters episode that you should definitely subscribe to listen to because it's very funny. Um, and you can also buy our merch over there at countoutpod.com slash store, uh, which is where we have t-shirts, we have hats, we have uh stickers, all kinds of fun stuff over there. So go check out countoutpod.com slash store if you want to rep the count network or in waters. Um And you can go find you can go subscribe to the Count Network on you subscribe to the Count Network on YouTube, uh Count Wrestling Podcast Network, and follow us on Facebook, uh Count Wrestling Podcast Network. Uh, I believe that about does it for the plug. Zach, you got anything? No. Alright, well that just leaves you, that just leaves me with one thing left to say then, and that is to remember that there's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there.
0: So never stop exploring. <laughs> has been a count out podcast.